0: Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Bi Kwan. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers has urged crossbench senators to support changes to personal income tax cuts when Parliament resumes in February. The so-called Stage 3 tax cuts were legislated five years ago and were due to come into effect in July. Last week, the government announced changes to the tax cuts that will see middle- to low-income earners benefit more, while trimming the size of the tax cut for higher-income earners. Opposition leader Peter Dutton says the changes to what was legislated in 2018 by the former coalition government is a major break of trust. Mr Chalmers says the changes were made to deliver what he calls tangible benefits Middle Australia. We have changed our view on income tax cuts because we found a better way to give a bigger tax cut to more people uh, to help with the cost of living. Now I know that our opponents will want to focus on what we aren't proposing because they want to distract from the position they've taken on the tax changes that we are proposing. And that's because their position on stage three is indefensible and untenable. Emergency crews are working to restore electricity for Queenslanders left without power after ex-tropical cyclone Kiralee lashed the state. About 66,000 customers experienced a power outage at the peak of the event. Now more than 4,000 homes remain without power in the Townsville City Council area and 93 customers are impacted in the Burdekin Shire. The Bureau of Meteorology says parts of the state remains at risk of heavy rain and flooding as Kirli moves slowly across the state's western interior over the next few days. New Zealand has not followed its allies in withholding funding over allegations that some staff from a United Nations agency took part in the Hamas October 7 attack in Israel. The United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine Refugees has fired several employees from its 13,000-strong Gaza workforce and is investigating the claims. The accusations have prompted at least 10 countries, including Australia, the United States and Canada, to hold funding to the agency. But the New Zealand government says it's committed to supporting the critical humanitarian response in Gaza and has backed an urgent investigation into the claims. Other countries, such as Norway and Ireland, say they will keep funding the organisation while it's investigated. Tech industry insiders in London say artificial intelligence should become an integral part of the school curriculum. At London's British Educational Training and Technology Show, teachers gather to learn about the latest technology and the benefits and challenges of bringing it into the classroom. Ben Garside is a learning manager at the UK-based tech education charity Raspberry Pi. He says it's important primary school children are introduced to AI because it's already playing a part in their lives. AI is going to affect the world no matter what industry you go into. So rather than thinking that I have to be a programmer, we want young people to think, you know, what is it that they're interested in? And actually then think, well, how is AI going to be able to support me in that role? So if we can achieve that, and thinking, you know, what the future could look like, getting excited about it rather than worried. That's what we're trying to do. Protesters from an environmental group have thrown soup over the Mona Lisa painting in Paris in an action calling for the right to healthy and sustainable food. The 16th-century painting wasn't damaged because it's protected by bulletproof glass at the Louvre Museum. A group called Food Counterattack claimed responsibility. It wants all citizens to be given a $248 food card each month. This visitor at the museum says he disagrees with the action taken by the group. It's disgusting to treat art that's really valuable for the history of humankind that way. And in tennis, Yannick Sinner has taken home the Australian Open Men's Tournament trophy after a gruelling five-set victory over Daniel Medvedev. The world number four roared back from two sets down to deny the world number three in an epic final at the Rod Laver Arena in Melbourne. The 22-year-old Italian has claimed his first Grand Slam title in a 3-6, 3-6, 6-4, 6-4, 6-3 victory. It comes two days after beating 10-time Australian Open champion Novak Djokovic. Senna thanked his parents for giving him the support to pursue his tennis career. For the parents to leave the son with 14 years old, it's it's also not easy, and they never put pressure on myself, um, which for me was It's maybe the key why I'm here today. I'm um, I'm a very or quite relaxed man um, who just enjoys uh, to play tennis, and I'm 22 years old, so I also enjoy uh, to do normal stuff. Um, And that's it, no, it's, 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 they are the perfect parents. I'm Biwa Kwan, and this is SBS News in Easy English.